Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. One, two, three, shout, I'm awake. Wake up, wake up. It's time to wake up. Wake up, wake up, it's time to wake up. Good morning, 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 everybody. It is April 11th, 2023, and you all are so fortunate to be listening to Waking Up with Nate and Smitty. I am your podcast pal, Nate Hanks, and with me is the most traveled man in Georgia, Mr. Jason Smith, or LP Smitty. It is so great to see you. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'm the most traveled man in Florida, because that's where I live. So no matter where I happen to be, I'm the travel man of Florida. So I could be in Georgia, I could be in Alabama, I could be in Yankee Stadium. Point is, I am good. I had a good weekend. Did you have a good weekend? I found out that um, when my uh, daughter was asking me the other day about what podcast to listen to, whatever, uh, yesterday I got a, I think it was yesterday, day before yesterday, she sent me a snap and she goes, I'm checking this one out. And it said, um, um, Waking Up with Nate and Smitty. So she sent me, a, she found our Waking Up. And I was like, ignore everything I said in all the shows. <laughs> but... Uh, I will tell you that uh, when I saw on YouTube the new emblem or design for yeah. Waking Up with Nate, it kind of threw me. I was, so I was like, that looks weird. Why does that look different? And then I knew it was the new um, the new um, some icon or whatever. Yeah, the new but it display still, photo. But it still looked different even without that. I was like, so I had to put it side by side by an old one. And the only difference is obviously the emblem. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, I, it's, uh, I, I love it. and It's nice. We are now officially everywhere. Uh, there was a, a small hang-up. Every time we do a new thing or I'm releasing something, I forget to go to the distribution area and click every single one so that way it gets released over. Um, right. But now it should officially be everywhere, including iTunes. I had to do a consent that I do not or I do own all third-party music associated with it. Right. Um. But, yeah, so it's officially everywhere. It's going to be on both Waking Up with Nate and Smitty and Talking Stuff Podcast just for, a, like, a few weeks so people have time mm-hmm. to be like, oh, shoot, I want my Nate and Smitty. I don't want to hear, right. you know, I, I want that daily refresher. 
And uh, yeah, but speaking of oh. daily stuff, yes, tell me more daily stuff. Today is National Pet Day. Like all pets, or like you want to pet somebody? All pets. It's National Cheese Fondue Day, which I don't think we really need uh, a day recognizing cheese fondue. Are you fond? Are you fond of do? Because I'm fondue. I've never actually fondued. I I think I did with my uh, first real girlfriend back in the 1900 somewhere, <laughs> and uh, we went to a place called the Top Hat. I think it was called the fondue place. And I mean, I don't understand the attraction to it, but to each their own. You know what's interesting or kind of ironic is I feel like Becca would have been a fondue person. It just it seems like something that she would be into because it's so random and obscure. I you know I might have done it with her that you mentioned it. I did with the, my girlfriend at the time was named Becca. It was a different one, obviously. Um, and she may we may have done this. I'm sure she did it. I mean it's 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 the same. It's just dipping cheese and bread. Uh, stuff into uh, cheese, bread yeah. Dipping bread into I, cheese. I guess we've done the chocolate fondue and stuff where you dip into chocolate, mm. but not the cheese part. Uh, it's a shame that this really isn't a thing anymore, but it's National Barbershop Quartet Day. It is a shame. And I, I just want to go to a barbershop that has the barber shop that has the candy stripes and spinning and it says haircut and you walk in there and they go, hello, hello, hello. And hello, then, you know, but hello. I don't know if that actually happened hello. in the fifties, but <laughs> that'd be cool. Have uh, a seat. There's only real that I can think of here. Like there's barbershops, but there's only one that's been like generational family mm. barbers, and that's Turks down in a uh, Gardner. Um, I've had my hair cut once when I was like in high school, and everything tells me I should go back, but I don't want to. It's hard to park there. It is, and and you know when I was in Turkey and we went to go to not Turkey, Bank not Bangladesh. The other place, um, hungry. I can't think of it right. <laughs> and uh, went to Budapest. Budapest, hungry. Yes, I got my haircut there. You know, on the weekends because we're allowed to have a little day pass and all. Yeah. At a barber shop there, and it actually had the black. I mean, the spinning thing. But we went in there, and no women were allowed in. weren't allowed inside the shop. There was it was glass, so you could see what was going on. Yeah. But they were on inside there, and that was kind of. I'm not trying to be sexist, but that was just kind of cool. The best haircut I've ever had. Uh, that's high praise. Best haircut you've ever had? Oh, absolutely. Best hmm. haircut I've ever had. I miss getting my haircut in Korea. Because after the fact, they always put a like, hot towel over your head. Mm-hmm. Then they uh, thrust you forward. And they just start pounding your back and give you like a little back massage afterwards. Oh. I mean, there's something about people that they get a straight razor. <laughs> they just... do that too. Yes. Oh, I missed the straight razor so much. Oh, my I, God, Mike. And that's why I loved it so much. And it was a great cut. And I was like, it's just you can't you can't duplicate that without the straight razor. No, it's just so, like, clean and sheer. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so good. Uh, and the last part of today that I wanted to mention is it's National 8-Track Tape Day. What's an 8-Track Tape? I don't think I'm familiar with those. Oh, I, mean, I sounds, know. I feel like you are very hip to the eight is it, track. Is it a train? Is it some sort of like eight boxes to drive on a train track? It is a the predecessor of the cassette tape. 
cassette. Oh, cassette tapes. That had music on it, didn't it? Because that was like way before my time. And eight tracks definitely had music on it. And from what I'm told, one of the best features of the eight track is the fact that if you could cut the tape and then you could just scotch tape it back together and it'd still play. I don't know if that was true about eight tracks tape, but that was definitely true about cassette tapes. See, I, 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 my parents told me about that with um, eight tracks. Now, mm. with cassette tapes, I've figured out how to record over unrecordable tapes. Yeah, that's the and same with eight track tapes. They have the same hole. Yeah, if you, you just put yes. a piece of tape over the little holes on the bottom, mm-hmm. then you can just record over the tape. But yeah, you could do you could do with eight track tapes and with the cassettes the tape part. But of course, it would continue to play. But you could tell where it was because it was a little click, oh, in it, like a know, little just skip. like a scratch in an LP or something. It wasn't like it, it continued to play perfectly, but it still played. It's kind of wild if you think how many different types of media sources have come and gone since. Like, it I, I'm 37 and mm-hmm. I've gone through eight track probably was phasing well out by the time I was born. Then I had cassette and I had CD. Then I had, um, friggin MP3. And then, you know, movies, yeah. you had cassette, Betamax, laser disc, uh, yeah. VHS. VHS, uh, DVD, then Blu-ray, uh, Blu-ray and now streaming. Yeah. And that even like movie projection has changed. It went from mm. the reels to now digital. Yeah, I uh, I worked it as a projectionist. I've talked this. I told the story plenty of times, but I worked as a projectionist, and we had the reels. We had seven, eight, ten reels, and you have to slice them together, spice them together, cut off each side a little bit, spice them together, make sure they matched up good, and then play it, make sure it ran through without tearing. Which was the best part because they got to watch all the movies prior to anyone else watching them. But sometimes they were really like, I don't want to watch this fucking movie. Oh, God. There's only so many times I can watch Steel Magnolias. <laughs> exactly. I did. I was uh, blessed enough to be watching um, my favorite movie, uh, A Few Good Men, was as a projectionist. So that's probably why I know it so well because I watched it all the time there. So, But it, you are right about the uh, different media that we have had. I remember when CDs came out, and a friend of mine, uh, I think it was Jamar, it could have been it Jamar, could have been, who was it? Don't remember. But anyways, they had a you know a little Walkman, but yeah. CD thing. And I was like, and I knew about the CDs already, but it was the first time I actually saw one. I was like, what the hell is that? He told me, and I go, that's never going to catch on. <laughs> well, <laughs> even like... I was thinking about the Gail, when her mom passed away, they were going through all of her stuff, and she found the Sony Discmans, mm-hmm. the round one, the circle one. And I remember as a kid was, that's the premier Discman that you wanted. You could drop it off of an, a 10-story building. That thing is still going to play, and it's not going to skip when it hits the ground. Like, it was the perfect, it was like the best. And it fit perfect in most jean pockets of that time frame. Mm-hmm. You know, the Jenko days where you could put like four gallons of milk in yeah. each pocket. And... <laughs> what was the uh, name of the, um, it was the shuffle? Was it the iPod shuffle? Was that the first uh, little mini MP3 player? 
for Apple? That small thing? Uh, what was a Nano? The Nano? No, they. it was just the iPod Classic. And actually, if you can tap dance for a second, I'll show you something crazy. I can tap dance for a second because what I do the best in life is tap dancing. So if you're out there and you want to reach out to us, please reach out to us at 850 uh, uh, three other numbers. 307-5221. Give me a second. And then, <laughs> is that the original one? It's not. It's a. Uh, it's the 160 gig iPod yeah, Classic. Because that looks nothing like the the original one. I'm. T- I thought the original one was very small. No, it was big. It was way bigger than this, um, and it was white. Yeah, it was white for sure. It was white. And then they came out with the the shuffle, which was just like this little like clip on thing. It had no screen. It just had the dial. And then That's you had the one I'm thinking of. That's and you had I'm the thinking. iPod Nano. Yeah. Which was, you know, the size of a, uh, uh, um, like, oh, what the hell are those jewels? It was like the size oh, of yeah. a jewel pen. Yeah. It had a little color screen. But yeah, I've had this thing for a hot minute. My little iPod you classic. Up money. You focus that for a lot of money. Probably. Mm-hmm. Especially if you have the charger for it and it still works. I actually have a sound dock for it. So I can still charge this. You have a sound dock for it. I had a sound dock for one of my phones. I can't remember which one it was. iPhone 7, 2, 1, whatever it was. Oh, I'm, I'm so cool. I'm going to charge it here. And the technology in the last 10 years, the changes, is like just you don't want to buy nothing because in two years it's going to be so obsolete. It's going to be hard to find things to charge it anymore. That's what I get nervous about with my uh, the studio computer here is like it's, it's good right now, but in – I f- can't help but feel in six months is gonna, I'm, it's going to be obsolete because it's going to be like, I don't know what, two years old by now? Yeah. As, as Weird Al said years ago in 1999, that's great if you need a nice heavy paperweight. You know, your desktop is over a week or whatever it says. Throw that away. It's an antique. And he was singing that kind of stuff back in 1990. Nine or two thousand two or whatever that was. It's all about the pendiums. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's all about yeah. the pendium. Wow. It's all about the pendium, baby. I haven't We're thought of that song in foreverty. Yeah, that's a great song, and that was relevant back when he released it, and it's even more relevant now. Yeah. God, we live in some amazing times now. LP, good yes. sir. I know you're a man of the world, and you even are the man of the world when it comes to the interwebs. <laughs> so, the interwebs is my home. I am the spider. I would love to know what news story you found today. Well, I found a few, but I'm only going to go with this one. So, um, do you, have you ever visited Texas? No, but I kind of want to, I think. Okay, well, if you do, do not go to the town of, or if you're going to go, go now to the town of Desietta. Desietta? Desietta. Because Desietta apparently has a sinkhole and it's taken the whole town with it. Hell yeah. <laughs> they now call it the Devil's Anus. <laughs> so getting swallowed up by a gaping maw of the ground beneath <laughs> one's feet is this stuff of nightmares. And it's happening again. Ag- Apparently, again. This is it's, it's happened more than once in this town, and they decided 
Just keep building. Don't mess with Texas. We're just going to keep rebuilding. There's a sinkhole here once. It's fine. It's dead at once. We can build again on top of the sinkhole because it's gone. In the small town of Desieta. A huge sinkhole that has appeared to be stable. What? A huge sinkhole that had appeared oh that had appeared to be stable for more than fifteen years suddenly began to expand about a week ago. Ago, growing by several acres and leaving nearby residents terrified it will take them and their homes. Guys, it's like living on the side of a volcano. You know it's there, you know it's active, you say it's stable, if it's a sinkhole, just move or just deal with the consequences. I feel the um, same way with beachfront property. Mm-hmm. Tornado Alley and or things like that. Or lakefront property. I can't afford to leave. Um, well, you sure can't afford to stay. Not when your house is gone. It says here that um, they show buildings, tank containers, and other structures partially submerged in water. So this is a sinkhole that's above water, not just into ground. Deep cracks in the earth's enamel. Enamel? No. E- mantle, I guess. It's not mantle, but that's the word I'm going to use. For the dark pool-like veins running beneath empty warehouses and heavy equipment. Years ago, the original crater made national news after suddenly collapsing on May the 8th, 2008. Over two days, it grew from a 20-foot hole to a 900-foot across, 260-foot deep hole. That's a big hole. Two days from 20 foot to 900 feet. Yeah, it might be time to pack up the kids and go. That is three football fields across. Maybe it's going to be the new... Maybe Texas finally decided that it's going to make its own Grand Canyon. It's (laughs) going to be the Grander Canyon. Eventually, the community learned to live with the giant hole in the ground, treating it as some sort of recreational park. (laughs) This is a Florida thing. Alligators have inhabited the waters, and some Desietas uh, residents fish in the sinkhole's pond-like surface. <laughs> so there's alligators and fishing. And people are setting up houses on the the waterfront of a sinkhole. <laughs> I'm looking this, this, uh, this town up here, because I'm curious on where... I'm going to guess it's near the someplace. It is uh, near. It's in between Houston and Beaumont. Yeah, I think it'd be kind of south towards the um, Gulf of Mexico. Yeah, it's uh, it's not horribly far away from the um, Louisiana border. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense. Well, if it's next to you, if it's south of Houston, then it's pretty damn south. So, wow, yeah, that's but, crazy. It is. People are fishing. There's alligators. There's like, hey, we're just gonna. I mean, you deal with what you got, I guess. But come on, guys. I mean, this sinkhole's been here for 15 years now, apparently, and I guess some people were born after it, and they're just they they don't know life there without the sinkhole. And now it's continuing to move or get bigger. I'm trying to I'm trying to locate the sinkhole. Oh, I see it. Wow. Yeah. So it looks like there used to be a road that went through it and then actually a couple roads. It looks like it took out an intersection. 
Uh, But, like, there's a farmland right there. And if it took out, I don't know how new the satellite image is. Um, Well, probably after 2008. But, yeah, it it almost looks like a, a guitar pick. Oh, cool. And then, or an acorn. Well, I mean, it makes you think that, you know, years, 100 years back in the day when we had no internet and stuff, and there was a land, and then all of a sudden there was a, a lake, and now it's called Lake Whatever. This is called Sinkhole. In 100 years, this is going to be a lake. It's going to be called Lake Desetas or Lake Whatever. And we're going to be aware of what happened because of our internet capability and the way we can talk to each other. But 200 years ago, this would happen. Right now, we'd just be calling it Salt Lake City. <laughs> it's like, no, that used to be a ground, but that became that started as a sinkhole that just got bigger and bigger and bigger. So, it's not horribly far away from their high school. Desieta or whatever, Desieta, isn't a really large town. No, I wouldn't think so. And, like, I mean... Not you said nine hundred miles or feet? No, nine hundred feet. So that's you know three football fields, and it's two hundred and eighty feet deep, which is two hundred sixty feet deep, which is really deep. So that's gonna essentially it'll take out Main Street. It'll take out this farmland for sure. Well, that's what it is right now. It's nine hundred feet now. It oh. started as twenty feet, and then two days later it was nine hundred feet. That's where it is now. So, and that started last year, two thousand and eight. Oh. Two thousand and eight. Okay, man's not listening to me talk. I was two thousand and eight. It started and it was twenty feet, and two days later it was nine hundred feet in two thousand and eight, and it stabilized. Oh, I thought then, you meant like a year later, or you know, almost to the uh, you know to the day it expanded again. No, fifteen years later, like now, it's starting to expand again. Um, Certainly collapse more. So, yeah, they're gonna lose a lot of. Te- they gotta redirect Main Street, <laughs> <laughs> which they can do. There's actually was interesting is there's very little housing within I don't know thirty square miles. <laughs> I'd imagine not because that's probably smart. Like, well, it's sunk here, so maybe we need to not build next to it because it could sink again. But, I mean, I wonder how long that city was there before the sinkhole happened. How long were people living there before? And why? It was a pretty big sinkhole. It's not like you've seen the videos where the guy's driving a truck and then it just falls into a small sinkhole because, you know, this is a huge sinkhole. Like there was underground caverns or something under there and it just collapsed. I wonder if there was, um, like, oil drilling or something not too far or fracking. Hey. Isn't it the same area where, isn't it uh, Texas where Tremors takes place? Uh, I thought you were going to go with Evolution. No, Tremors where they eat the ground up as they go through the worms. Was that? I, that I've was seen Tremors. I thought that was like Arizona or like yeah, Nevada. Was, I think it was West Texas, Arizona. Yeah, it's not East Texas, so you're right. But that could be what this is. Big worms in the ground eating up the ground and they finally collapsed. I mean, it's pretty awesome, actually. Uh, so I went ahead last night, tonight, mm-hmm. yeah, last night, 
and I was like, oh, let's go ahead and try to find some things off of Reddit. And, you know, I'm going to start with this one. Start with that one. Uh, my brother's friend saw me naked. What do <sighs> I do slash say? I think age is very important right here. Uh, ages is not shared, mm. but it goes, my brother and his friends are having a gathering. They are drinking right now. One of his tipsy friend went to the bathroom while I was taking a shower. He pulled it hard that the lock was broken, so he opened it and saw everything. He quickly apologized, but I felt so embarrassed. No man ever saw me naked before. I oh. quickly went up to my bedroom, not saying anything. What do I do? Should I go downstairs and yell at him? I know it was an honest mistake, but I feel like I don't protect myself often enough. When he opened it, I didn't say anything because I was shocked. But would it make the party awkward? Everyone knows that he opened the door while I was in the bathroom, too. Should I make it seem like the other people he just saw me wearing a towel instead of being naked? I want to bury my head in the sand. And there's an edit. Stop messaging me to ask my age and to tell me that the situation was so hot. Okay, that is very disturbing that people are doing that. Uh, no, but age is important. This young lady said that no man has ever seen her naked before. Now, that doesn't mean a lot. That doesn't mean that she is 15 or she's 25 because she could easily have had sex and had babies and a man's never seen her naked. Because I almost was going to be like, how does that work? But lights come off. You don't got to have lights on. Yeah. You can make so, him um, wear a blindfold. Well, I mean. See, you're probably used to having sex with lights on. A lot of people don't have sex with lights on. A lot of them don't like lights being on. They don't want their body being seen, especially with the fat cows. But, <laughs> but anyways, she's probably a little bit younger. And I'm kind of confused because if she was in the shower and he opens up the door, does she not shower with the curtain closed? Or was she drying off? See, I was wondering if maybe she was like out of the shower at this point. And if everyone knew that he was going, if he went to the bathroom while she was in the shower, how did they know? Unless he already told them, or they knew he was doing it while before he did it, which means the brother should say, "Hey, my sister's taking a shower." Well, yeah, and nobody stopped him. Right. So, so either he either knew beforehand, so they were in on this, and it wasn't innocent, or he told afterwards. And if that's the case, then she has nothing to be ashamed of, and no reason to make it awkward because they're already aware of the fact. Well, yeah, and I'm I'm willing to bet dollars to donuts that the the friend went there like, uh, bro, I just walked in on your sister. Yeah. Um And I, the relationship I, between like, the brother and the sister matters too. Right. You know, and if I was if I was the the friend that walked in on let's say your sister getting mm-hmm. that I'd be like, Smitty, um I just totally saw your sister like I I I don't know what to do, but I saw your sister naked. <laughs> yeah. um, See, that's who she's feeling right now. So the friend and the brother should would have went up there and say, hey, sis, it's cool. You know, he is sorry, whatever. But there's nothing to be embarrassed about. But at 
the age that she probably is and no man's ever seen her naked. She's probably very embarrassed, but she can't um, pretend it didn't. I mean, she could pretend it didn't happen, but. And like she said, it was a mistake. And apparently the door, the lock on the door was broken. Mm-hmm. Though I, the fact that she said tug hard in there, yeah. it was like, what was he tugging hard? Yeah, because at that, that point, because so. I've read through it once or twice quickly, and I, I kept getting to that tug hard. I'm like, what is he tugging hard? The the toilet handle, like. Well, see, this is definitely between her and the guy that saw her naked. Um, so, you know, if you want to pull this into a um, 1990s comedy sitcom, then she needs to go to the the best friend and say, hey. Get naked. I need to see you naked, and then we're even. Not sexual. Just get in the bathroom. Take off all your clothes. Let me know when you're totally naked. I'm gonna open the door. Look, and I'm gonna shut the door. That's we're such a, a Seinfeld reference. That is absolutely a Friends reference. Uh, it happened. Uh, somebody walked in on George. Jerry's girlfriend walked in on George after he just got out of the swimming pool, and. He had shrinkage, so he wanted to either – he told Jerry, he's like, well, I have to get to see your girlfriend naked now, or she needs to see me, like, not out of the pool. No, see, see, uh, Joey saw Jennifer Aniston naked, and then mm-hmm. she kept trying to see him naked and instead walked in on his dad. So there's that one. And I think it happened in Cheers, too. I'm pretty sure it's been happening in sitcoms since the 70s. It's a, it's a but, very clever – premise right you know how so, do you she, i i don't know what she could do she's gonna have to just deal with the fact that she got saw naked by a man or a boy and you know if you don't say anything about it but the the friend who saw her naked should say i mean he didn't say anything he didn't say i'm sorry like i mean I well, guess he, he apologized did. he right. said well, oh my god all, like that's all you can do yeah all she can do is just get past it and hope that you know or if she's 18 years old just take off all your clothes right now, run downstairs in front of all his friends and say, hey, everyone, you know, might as well get over with. It's been the eye virginity of men seeing my body's been popped so everyone can see it. Look at it. You Look, get a view. You, you get a view. You get a view. Brother, close your eyes. <laughs> yes, you get a view. You get a view. <laughs> Ed, I have one other story here or advice for us, uh, and this one's a little bit, this one's totally in left field compared to the other one. <clears throat> Would people think I'm weird if I yes. bring my yo-yo to my university? Or should I keep my yo-yo related endeavors behind closed doors? The title pretty much, uh, I ordered 10 yo-yos for private reasons and they arrived today. I'm thinking of playing with one during my commute to my university and maybe even while walking to my classroom. It's a big building. Would you, would people think I'm mentally challenged or something (laughs) or think it's an interesting conversation starter? I imagine it going somewhat like this. Hey, is that a yo-yo in 2023? (laughs) Yeah. Want to play with it? Okay. This would indicate that I'm an interesting person and would draw people to me. Any ha- help is appreciated. 
Um. <laughs> is yeah, it? He's going to college. Is it too nerdy to be walking around with a yo-yo? Is it too? No, because outlandish. I don't think anybody's going to think you're special. I think some people are going to find it endearing. Some young ladies are going to find it endearing. Some young ladies are not. Some young men will. It's 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 just like um. We'll just put this in perspective. Back in my day, if you're 19 years old and or 18 years old and you're going to university, and you got a handful of comics of Iron Man and Batman, you looked at like what a nerd, what a geek, what a little sissy boy. And it didn't mean you were. You were a nerd, obviously, because nerd is back then. Nerd was a bad phrase. Now it's a good phrase. Mm. So. If you want to wear, if you want to wear, if you want to wear yo-yo, if you want to wear yo-yo, <laughs> if you, um, I think people are so unique and different now that there's no such thing as being unique and different. If that makes sense, there's everyone's trying to be an individual. That there's no one that's an individual. No matter what you do at a university now, people are like, yeah, okay, you could walk in with a slinky on your head and hanging off each nipple, like just dancing, and people are like, okay. It's going, it's like, it's like the one, you know, so yeah, you're fine. Someone may make fun of you. That's because their maturity level is small, but society, people get made fun of no matter what we think, no matter what we try to stop. Someone's going to giggle at you no matter what you're doing. I I, I was going to say, I think he, he runs a higher risk of being made fun of on the internet than being made fun of in person. Oh, absolutely. And if anything, somebody's probably going to see him like, oh my God. I remember having a yo-yo. God, that was fun. I'm exactly. gonna go on Amazon and I'm gonna buy a yo-yo. Like, fun fact. Just go to Walmart. Fun fact: I have a yo-yo. I have a yo-yo. I love yo-yos. Me too. I I bought the kids yo-yos for Christmas like two years in a row. I, mean, I wouldn't go out and like public park with it because I'd have no reason to. But if I was like a yo-yo competition, I was a yo-yo enthusiast, which is which has a name by the way. A yo-yo enthusiast is called a um. Dork. No, I'm, sure, I'm sure it's called something. But, a yower. Uh, a yower, maybe. But you go through the, the 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 halls of your thing, and then you do that little walk the dog, and then rock the baby, and flip it Cat's around your neck a couple times. Around going the down, world. People are like, yeah, they're gonna be like, what is that called? Around the world. Oh no, around the world when you fling it out and come back around and do it again. You got that's the world. The, you got rock the dog, which hits the ground and it walks, and you yep. have uh, rock the baby, which is cat's the, cradle. The cradle, yes. And then around the world is this way. And then there's the up and down around the world, which is upwards. I, anyways. And you got the sleeper. I used to play with it. Yes. I love. My favorite thing to do, the hardest thing for me to do was hit the down hit, and let it just hit there and just spin at the bottom. I, the one I have, I have a Duncan, a glow-in-the-dark Duncan. You I have, have Duncan, to get a Duncan too. yo-yo. And it's the yes. butterfly. Butterfly. Kind. Yep. And I can and I can hit it there and I can boop. Yeah. And I can have it come right back up. So it's just, um, uh, yeah, I think somebody's going to think that's really cool. And then you'll be known as the yo-yo guy, and you'll actually be unique enough that people say, hey, you know the yo-yo guy? You ain't going to have a name, dude. You're going to be the yo-yo guy. Maybe you'll you can stand dude. in a park and try and with a put a hat down and see if you can't get a few pieces <laughs> people of change. Give you money, yeah. Maybe, and maybe you'll bring yo-yo in back and start a competition. I want to bring hacky sacking back. I got a hacky sack upstairs that I've been dying to play with. Because when, another thing, years after my prime of being in college, hacky sack was a thing in the late 90s uh, at college campuses. You still see it now, but no one makes fun of those guys. I mean, 
at least not really. They might a little bit, but it's like a bunch of picnic mother liquors. But um, it's like who the heck hacky sack and a bunch of dope smoking dummies. Hey, I bought a hacky sack. Seriously though, that's what hacky sackies were. They were hippie pinko dope smoking people, and they still are. Pinko, but um, yeah, very socialistic type people. Is um, that what pinko means? Well, it means communist, but yes. Huh. But. <laughs> But see, communist has a different frame of reference now than it did 1950s. So does socialist. You know, when you think, you know, because as we're taught in school, socialist, evil, murderous, sons of bitches, capitalist is God. But if, you know what? We're not going to discuss the politics of those kind of things. Uh, it's point being is I think yo-yos do need to have a comeback. And I think you need to bring frisbee, hula hoops, hula hoops in the comeback and the bouncing ball that. The, th- the thing you bounced on when you were Hippity a kid. Hippity hop. What was it called? Hippity hop. Is that what they call the hippie hop? Yeah. Or the twist thing, the thing you twist when you were a kid. Mm. You can bring back skip it too because it's got a counter on the ball. And that's that's skip new school, it. old school. Skip That's That's new old school. I'm talking old school. Oh, like so you mean like the wagon. Three sticks. The red wagon. Three sticks. Yes, the three sticks. Yes. Yes. Or, or um, the parachute man threw up. Or, oh, my God. I love those things. I used to throw them off of the stairs. Paper yes. airplanes. Used to get in paper, paper airplane air, fights. The, the balsa wood airplanes. Mm-hmm. No, those are, yes. We're talking, we're talking, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like and you that. could also get the stick in the hoop. Oh, yeah, that was cool, yeah. Kick the can. Let's just do kick the can down the road. The hoop and the stick, yeah. Or uh, ball and cup. Mm. Mm. I got one of those. When was the last time you've too. done a um, uh, paddle pack? Uh, what the heck is what that? Is that a, a paddle pad. Uh, it had the ball with the string, and yeah. it was on a paddle. What was that called? But we know what it is. Yeah. What the hell was uh, that called? Uh, we need to have those again. Yeah. Oh, do you know what else people need to have? If Pinwheels. They, if they don't have it already, is a gosh darn swimming pool from Splash Pool Designs Incorporated at 7 Baldwinville, Massachusetts or 7 Central Street in Baldwinville, Mass. I almost forgot to reach out about our beloved sponsors and that white wood 18 foot round is 5899 and I was going to be all confident and cocky here and say the whole thing but I totally forgot who makes it, but I know it's a white wood. <laughs> I know it's 18 foot round and I know it's fifty eight ninety nine. And I also want to make sure that everybody knows that May 13th is the grand opening. There is going to be ice cream. There is going to be other foods and beverages available, uh, more than likely non-alcoholic beverages. Um, but if you're looking for that, there is a literally a bar within 20 feet um, so you can go ahead and go get liquored up and come hang out. Uh, but it's the grand opening. Come check us out. We'll be there hosting the event or emceeing the event, and you get to see Smitty. If you want his autograph, you can go ahead and get it. If oh, you... I want to give my autograph to one person, and he and, already got it. And uh, if you want something from me, I will auto- I'll autograph everything, but it won't be my name. 
but yeah, come on down 7 Central Street from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. There'll be giveaways. There'll be fun games. There'll be a lot. There'll be it'll be very entertaining. So come check us out. And in order for you to come check us out there at Splash Pool Designs, you all need to take care of yourselves. You need to take care of each other. And Smitty and I will continue to take care of ourselves. And Smitty, I really need you to take care of yourself extra special like because uh, we need you to come back yes. for another episode of Waking Up With Nate and Smitty. So until then, take care, everybody. Say goodbye in a fun, silly way. See you later, alligator. See you later, take